Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who is passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. Okie doke, we are wrapping up our three-week mini-series within our entire uh, devotional time going through Luke. Um, So we have yet another person um, who had a, but let me first do this type thing. So let's go ahead and read in our section. It's Luke 9, verses 61 through 62. And it says, Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord. But let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, No one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. So this week, you know, much like last week, in that this person said, But let me first, you know, and found a way to have some sort of excuse. Um, And in this case was a way to linger in their old life before turning to follow Jesus. Now, we've all seen people, you know, in our lives do this kind of thing, whether in relation to salvation or not. You know, they want to have their party years before growing up and taking responsibility, or, you know, they want to, quote, live their best life, you know, before settling down into an actual moral lifestyle. I mean, there are endless things that we, as the fragile and flawed human beings that we are, will try to find as an excuse to push off surrendering to God. But why do we make excuses? Right? That's the question. In our flesh, we are at enmity with God. That's the effect that sin has on us. No one wants to be told that they're wrong. No one wants to be told what to do. I mean, no one really wants to be a subject to any authority in their flesh, because we are just, you know, we're a prideful bunch, us as humans. And we see this even from the beginning, right? We see pride in the Garden of Eden. Um, When Eve was tempted to sin, it says in Genesis 3, 6, that when she saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise... Then she took of the fruit. And James tells us that um, in James 1, verses 14 through 15, that each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. And then yet even further, in James 4, we're told, this is verses four through five, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns jealously over the spirit that he has made to dwell in us? Now, anything that comes before God, it is an idol. So we cannot choose to, you know, first go and do whatever, because that's to choose friendship with the world, which ultimately is enmity with God. And don't get me wrong, God will let you choose. 
because you have free will, but he yearns jealously over you as one whom he died to redeem. But James continues in that chapter four in verses six through seven that says, but God gives more grace. Therefore, it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So, right there is our answer to our problem. When we're tempted to rely on Jesus' call to follow with the, but let me first do such and such, we need to resist the devil and submit to God. Now, this is very applicable in all areas, like even in our ministry. You know, if God is calling you to do a certain thing in serving Him, and your response is, but let me first, and fill in the blank, here is a call to repentance. Because Jesus' response is very serious here. He said, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. There is no kind of following Jesus or identifying with him, but not actually following him and doing what he says. If you are claiming to follow Jesus, then actually follow him. We see this in the Old Testament, Lot's wife after the angels had led their family out of the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, which were about to be destroyed, she looked back and proved what her heart truly desired. And right then and there, she turned into a pillar of salt. And Paul admonished us in Philippians, in Philippians 3, uh, 13 through 14, when he said, but one thing I do Forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So this decision is 100% yours. You can put your hand to the plow and push forward, walking in those works that God created you to do in Christ Jesus, or you look back and prove to be unfit for the kingdom of God. I pray, with all my heart, I pray that you choose to press on toward Jesus. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com. And that is Crystal with a K.